anointed and appointed. Say it again. Because sometimes when you're in the prison, you get so depressed that you lose track of the promises of God upon your life. Now we have seen a man by the name Peter. Somebody tell your neighbor, Peter. This was a disciple of Jesus. He walked with Jesus. And at one point, Jesus said, you are Peter, and I shall build my church upon you, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now we see the man upon whom God is going to build this church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. He is imprisoned. But look, the man has the dangerous and the powerful promise of God upon his head. Upon you, Peter, I shall build my church, and the gates of hell cannot pre shall not prevail. Listen to me. Some people at that point are asking, if, you are, if the church is going to be built upon you, why are you in prison? Why are you poor? Why are you hated? Why are you rejected? Listen to me, somebody. You are anointed, and you are appointed. And sometimes the sign is the prison. When you read your Bibles very well, the Bible says they killed James, the brother of, of John. Herod killed James, the brother of John. And the Bible says that when he saw that it pleased the Jews, if some of you didn't read that, let me take you back so you can read it. That when he saw that it had pleased the Jews, he went further to seize also Peter. In other words, Herod had executed one of the disciples. And when he saw the excitement that was in the camp of the Jews, the Bible said he proceeded further and he also seized Peter. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 12 verse 2. Verse 2. Start from verse 1. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some, to harass some of the church. Verse 2. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with, with the sword. sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the days of the unleavened bread. Listen to me, children of God. So when Herod saw that it pleased the Jews, he said, I will not stop here. Let me continue on my operation to please the Jews. You can imagine he was seizing the church. There was no intention in Herod to do anything to the, to the, to the disciples. But just because somebody was happy when they were unhappy, the Bible says he proceeded further to seize Peter also, and now it was the days of unleavened bread. I know they caught your uncle, but it was not in the days of unleavened bread. I know they caught your auntie, but it was not in the days of unleavened bread. When Herod did this, he forgot that they were in the days of unleavened bread. Do you know the days of unleavened bread? The days of unleavened bread are the days of a Passover. In other words, yes, anybody can die, but I'm standing at a brink of time where there is a special angel of deliverance, and it is impossible for the enemy to execute me because I'm standing in the days of the unleavened bread. I know James, the brother of John, died, but it was not in the days of the unleavened bread. The days of the unleavened bread. When do the Jews eat the unleavened bread? It's during the Passover. Hallelujah. The matzah. Is it called the matzah? The unleavened bread. That's when they eat it. Those are the days when the angel of death is passing over. 
Hallelujah. So they could not kill. They could not kill Peter. Because I know you can kill James, the brother of John. But me, Peter, I am a man. I'm, I'm a man with a promise. I'm a man with a dangerous prophecy upon my head. That Christ shall build his church upon me. And the gates of hell cannot prevail. Now, let listen to me, somebody. Sometimes prisons don't look for people who have no promise. They look for people with a promise. The reason why you are in captivity, you got a promise. The reason why you are in captivity, you got oil on your head. There are some prisons that will never hunt you down if you got no oil upon your head. Tell your neighbor, I have oil on my head. That is why I'm experiencing this hardship. Wait, wait, it's not yet over. I just have something special upon my life. I say I'm carrying greatness. I'm carrying oil that is going to set free nations. No wonder I am staying longer in the prison. Hello, praise the Lord. You are not finished because you're in prison. Though at that point, Herod thought, because he is in prison, he's finished. Just like I finished. James, the brother of John, tell your neighbor, I am a rock. I am a rock. Let me tell you something. When they seized Peter, they forgot that he was a rock. When you imprison a rock, every man, everyone who fights the rock, it's them that fail. You go hit yourself on a rock and see who will feel the pain. Or just go kick a rock and see who will feel the pain. Go and box a rock. You see who will feel the pain. Peter was a rock. Somebody tell your neighbor, I I'm a rock. Hello? Tell your neighbor, I'm a rock. When you collide with me, you are the one who will perish. But I will still stand straight secure. Even if a car ran into me, hallelujah, I will come out alive. Well, with no bone broken. Why? Because I am a rock. I told you, there's a book I'm writing. But God, why does God say, you are, you are Peter, a rock, and upon you I shall build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Some of you, in order for God to trust you and build his kingdom upon you, you need to become a rock. A rock goes through so many things, but it doesn't change. It doesn't crack. Go out there, it's freezing, but the rock is still intact. When the summer comes and it is so hot out there, the rock is still intact. But some of you, you want God to build his kingdom upon you, but you are just a plastic material. When it is too cold, you cannot handle ministry. And when it is too hot, you melt. God wants somebody like a rock, just like Peter, that no matter what they go through, they'll rise up and continue on the journey called salvation. They'll rise up and do the work of ministry. The Bible says that Peter denied Jesus three times. But let me tell you something. Because he was a rock, he did not stay in the scene. He rose up and he continued on the journey of ministry. Yes, God forgave him. Some of you get stuck in the in the pits of sin. Tell your neighbor, rise out. Rocks don't say don't stay in the pits of sin. They rise out of the sin and they continue in ministry. They continue in ministry. 
What will tell me whether you are a rock or you are plastic is your durability in what God has called you to do. Your durability will tell me what kind of a woman are you? What kind of a man are you? Are you a rock or you a plastic? When troubles come, you're like, no, this day I will not worship. I will not sing. Why? Because things are too hot. Let me tell you, no matter the weather, a rock is a rock. No matter the circumstance, a rock is a rock. That is why Jesus trusts to build on a rock, not on any other material. Because people who are not rocks, they will disappoint. They will break the kingdom. They are unstable. When the weather changes, they change. When it's too hot, they melt out of ministry. They melt out of their positions. But let me tell you something. A rock stays intact no matter the weather. Praise the name of the living God. A rock is unmovable. Are you immovable or you're unmovable? Rocks don't just shift position. They don't move from place to place. Hello? Have you ever seen rocks moving? They don't move. Yeah. They are not easily intimidated. Even when an earthquake comes, rocks stay intact. So how many of you want God to build this kingdom upon you? You need to become a rock. You need to become a rock. And I'm going back. So this man called Herod thinks he can take down a rock. He has this man in prison, but he doesn't know this man is a moving rock. Tell your neighbor, me, I am a moving rock. Some of you think, some, of, some people, because they, are, they have two legs like you, they are like you on the inside. They are not. No, 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 no. We don't carry the same grace. So he seizes that man, and he puts, them in, he puts the man in prison. At that point, they are like, we shall see where is your God. Anything ever happened to you and said, where is your God? Tell your neighbor, he's coming. He's going to show up. And he's going to show off. He's going to show up. And he's going to show off. For you to be in prison when you are anointed, it is a setup. When you are in prison and you are anointed, it is a setup to manifest the power of God, to manifest the greatness of God, to manifest the glory of God. So we see this Peter. He is, he is, tell your neighbor, he is in a prison. But he is a man. Upon him, God, Christ, will build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. At that point, somebody is already running their mouth down on you and talking you out of ministry. You really think you are called? Could they have imprisoned you? Are you sure you got the call of God upon your life? You who stayed in prison 90 days, you still have hope that God is going to come through for you. Aren't you foolish? That is how the world talks when rocks get into prison. But rocks are rocks. They don't change. No matter the weather. No matter the circumstance. Praise the name of the living God. So here we see this man by the name Peter. He is anointed but imprisoned. Everybody is asking himself, is this the man with the promise? 
Is God really with you? When you are in some sort of captivity, even the fellow believers, some people will say, ah, she must have done something. God is punishing her. She's under judgment, or he is under judgment. God is teaching her a lesson. They are never on the other side of positivity where they say God wants to show his glory. God wants to show his power. Yes, he didn't show his power with Stephen. Why? Because he never had the promise Peter had. Hello? We are all disciples, but it doesn't make us gracemates. So yes, James, the brother of John died, but you are not going to die. Why? Because you are anointed and appointed. You may be going through the same situation like James, the brother of John, was going through. He underwent imprisonment and then later execution. But execution cannot be your portion because for your own case, you are anointed and you are appointed. The prison cannot take you down. The prison cannot handle you because there is another hand that is not human that is upon your life. The Bible says that then Peter was sleeping. He wasn't even praying. But there were a people who were passing in prayer. Why? Because they got no peace. Because they knew the man upon whom Christ is going to build his kingdom. He is in prison. The Bible says that the church prayed. Is the church ready to pray for some rocks? Because some rocks who are about to bring revival in the land, they are in prison. Some of them are in the prison of masturbation. Some of them are in prisons of poverty. Some of them are in prisons of witchcraft. Some of them are in prisons of sorcery. But they are carrying great grace. They are carrying a great anointing. They have a great mantle upon their lives. The church, listen to me, children of God. We should not be celebrating when men or women of God fall. Listen to me, children of God. We should be praying for one another. But the church has grown so wicked that when a pastor falls, it's another pastor celebrating. Abomination in the eyes of God. That is an abomination in the eyes of God. Imagine if you are part of the American army and you are fighting in Iraq and somebody shoots one of you. You are not supposed to clap your hands and say good for him. Oh, good for him. You are supposed to rise up and fight the adversary that is fighting your nation. You are not supposed to clap your hands. When one of your fellow soldiers goes down, you are supposed to fight back and say, devil, keep your hands off of the children of God. But the church is so much in captivity, in Competition in a lot of nonsense that when one soldier of Christ falls, some pastors and apostles are clapping their hands instead of falling on their knees to cry out for mercy upon the man of God. We need a change in heart. We need a change in heart. Hello? We need a change in heart. There is a man of God I used to associate with him when I was in college. Right now, he's the talk of town in Uganda. He is the talk of town in Uganda because he left his wife and went and married another church girl. Praise the Lord. A church girl, a church Jezebel brought him down. Praise the Lord. And you know what? So many people, pastors are celebrating his downfall. They are clapping. That man used to speak Christ. He used to speak the doctrine of Christ at one time. 
He was a good man. Somebody ought to say, we once, once upon a time we used to go to him for prayers. Now it's time for us to pray for him. You know, some of you, it's, you, you, it's too quick for you to say, Pastor Bella, pray for me. But when I am falling, after I help you to stand firm, why don't you also come back and strengthen me? That is what happened to Peter. What did God tell Peter after he brought him out of prison? Go and strengthen the brethren. The reason why God brings us out of prison is to go and strengthen the, those who are weak and unstable. That they may become stable and strong in ministry and in their callings. We should not be celebrating when someone falls. You should be putting on a sackcloth and put on ashes and repent on their behalf. Don't condemn nobody. Anybody can fall. Don't condemn anybody. One time, when I used to walk in a very high level anointing, very high level, I had the radius. I could see things happening all the, all the way. So I used to pass around the streets at night and I'll cast the prostitutes. I'll speak mean words to them. And one day God told me, do you know you could be worse than them? If I took away my grace from you. He told me, do you know you could be worse than them? If I took away my grace from you. Do you know what is protecting you from falling and doing the abominable things in the sight of God? It's the grace of God. So I, start, I stopped cursing them. I stopped shouting at them. And my attitude changed. I prayed for them. Anybody can fall. And the Bible says, if you think you are standing, take heed. So listen, I started praying for them instead of cursing them. So this man, Peter, he is anointed but imprisoned. How many of you are listening to me tonight? You know you are graced of God. You can't say you are not anointed. You are anointed. How many of you believe you are anointed? But is there some sort of captivity in your life? Is it there? Hello? Is it there? Oh, I'm talking to people whom, you know, so the world knows how to deceive itself. <laughs> I stand in that liberty in which Christ purchased for me. Yes, Christ purchased your liberty. But he purchased it on the cross, but you must manifest it in the physical. Don't just talk about it. Liberty is not just a talk, it's a reality. Hello? You know, there are some people who want to dismiss the ministry of deliverance. The ministry of deliverance is real. Yes. We know that, we, you, know, you know, when he died on the cross, he set us free. We were redeemed. Yes, you were redeemed. But you must manifest that redemption. When they look at you, can they see that redemption? What do they see? Do they see a man or a woman in chains? Christ has purchased your freedom, but you must manifest your freedom. Tell your neighbor, you must manifest it. You can't dismiss the ministry of deliverance. So this man, Peter, is called of God. He's anointed, but he is in prison. Tell your neighbor, he is. And let me tell you something. When you are in the prison, your mantle is not functional. Accept it or not, your mantle is not functional. When you are in prison, your mantle is not functional. 
If you are in prison, then your mantle has also been imprisoned. How do I say so? Look at this scripture, everybody. When the angel shows up to deliver Peter in verse 8. Acts chapter 12, verse 8. Then the angel said to him, Guard yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment and follow me. Put on your garment. When Peter was in prison, his garment was not on him. His garment was also imprisoned. His garment, his mantle was also in prison. On Sunday, we were praying about mantles. We were praying about our garments. Everybody has a garment. Hallelujah. So uh, Jacob read a scripture that told us that, you know, Joseph left his garment in the hands of Potiphar's wife. Where did you leave your garment? So some of you, you may come out of prison, but you don't come out with your garments. But the angel who came to deliver Peter, he knew, he knew about deliverance. He knew. He knew. Praise the name of the living God. He did what? He knew. He knew all to do everything to do with warfare. Hello? He knew it. So the Bible says, when he gets in there, or when he got in there, he said, guard yourself. Tie on your sandals. What do sandals represent? What do sandals represent? The gospel. Some people, when you're in prison, you can't even preach. When you're in prison, you can't even preach. Because at that point, you are so confused. How come I'm in prison? Yet God spoke to me. Yet I saw this vision when I was in Macedonia. When I was in Russia, preaching the gospel. How come I am in prison? How come I am going through what I am going through? Yet, God said he would use me all over the world. Saints of God have been there. At one time, the call of God upon my life was in limbos. It was in shambles. It looked like it would never happen. It looked like I would never preach. It looked like I would never become the gospel preacher that God talked about over and over. I felt like those prophecies were lies. Hallelujah. I felt like I would not travel nations at one point. Praise the name of the living God. Because there is a prison where the enemy had put me for 10 years. And I was like, you better forget about it. They prophesied a miss. They prophesied a miss. Every word of God upon your head will stand the test of time. As long as God said it, it will stand a test of time. It will be tested. And also your faith will be tested. Now this was not a prophet speaking unto Peter. It was Jesus Christ himself speaking unto Peter. It was not an angel. It was not an angel who gave Peter the promise. It was Christ himself. But look how the prophecy that God has given Christ. That, that, that look at how the prophecy that Christ has given Peter. Now is undergoing a test. The man he said he will build his kingdom upon. He is in prison. Does God use prisoners? Really? At that point, everybody is questioning, was it true? Will it happen? 
It has taken so long. Look at the man he spoke about. He is in prison. Praise the name of the living God. He is in prison. Hello. Sometimes prison feels like so far away from good destiny. But let me tell you something. Sometimes a prison is an announcement that you're very close to your breakthrough like never before. How do I tell that? Joseph, when he was in the prison, he did not know that he was only a dream away from his success. He did not know that he was a dream away from the palace. He did not know that he was only one telephone call away from his destiny. Sometimes it's a prison, but it's an announcement that you are so close. Somebody say, I am so close. I know I'm in prison, but I am so close to breaking through. I am so close to the miracle like never before. Tell your neighbor, I am very close to the miracle. I may be in the prison, but I am very close. Joseph did not know that, yes, him to be in prison, it was a setup for him to, to meet the butler of Pharaoh and the cupbearer of Pharaoh. A prison can be a place of divine connections. It was in the prison that an angel came to Peter. That's a divine connection. He connected to the divine. He connected to the supernatural. In the prison, not up, outside there. It was in the prison. A prison can be a setup for divine visitations. A prison can be a setup for supernatural manifestations. A prison can be a setup for divine connections. God knew, how can I make this cupbearer and the butler come in contact, hallelujah, with this man called Joseph? And guess what? He said, I'll cause them to meet each other in the prison. That is the divine connection I am talking about. Sometimes because the connections you need are not in the palace, they are in the prison, God will take you to the prison. There is somebody here, you are in a prison because you had to meet me. You are in the prison simply because you had to meet this woman called Pasabella. You had to meet me because, listen to me, you have to remember me in your glory. You have to take me out of certain places in ministry. Yes, you are in what, that prison because you needed my anointing to usher you out so that you can cut about my calling and my ministry to another dimension. A prison is a place of divine connection. If you don't go to the prison, there are some people and some things you will not connect to. I am seeing in the spirits. I see three people. They are in the prison because they had to meet me. Three people. Three people. Even your spirit is resonating to what I'm saying. You have that inner witness that is saying you for sure. Yes, God had to take you to the prison to establish a divine connection with this small woman called Pastor Bella. Yes, because where you are going, you're, you're going so far. Some of you will be on national televisions. Some of you, oh my God, I see greatness upon some of you are going to be mighty men and women of wealth. But God needed to establish a connection. So he had to take you in prison. So you can rub shoulders. I would have never met you. I would have never known you. I would have never known your name. But thank God for the prisoner. We are divinely connected tonight by reason of imprisonment. Yes, because you have an agenda in my life and I have a mission in your life as well. So this man, Peter, never met angels. 
He was serving Christ, but never encountered an angel. Somebody say, thank God for the prisoner. Even David said that it was good that I was afflicted. Prisons are not always bad. You don't enjoy them. Hello? You don't enjoy them. Hallelujah. They are not enjoyable, but they produce great things. Something great is about to be birthed out of your imprisonment. I said something great is about to be birthed out of your imprisonment. I said something great is about to be birthed out of your imprisonment. Hallelujah. Yes, that financial imprisonment, something great is about to come out of it. That academic imprisonment, something great is about to come out of it. Yes, that prison of poverty, something great is about to come of it, come out of it. That geographical prison, spiritual prisons, marital prisons, something great is about to come out of that prison. Don't look at the prison as a prison. There is something that God is birthing, but it has to be birthed in the prison. It has to be accomplished in the prison. It has to be defined in the prison. Some of you, your defining moments are in the prison, not in the palace. This is the Holy Ghost speaking. I don't have notes. If you believe it, say amen. So this man called Peter, he's in prison. He's anointed, but imprisoned. Tell your neighbor, it's not over with me. Just because I may be in a financial prison, it's not over with me. Just because I may be in a geographical prison, it's not over with me. At this minute... The Jews are rejoicing. They are lifting up their legs. They are lifting up their hands. They are saying we have finished him. We got him where we want him to be. There are some people that are clapping their hands. Because you seem to be in a prison. They seem to be throwing parties. My God, they are... Blasting the loudest music because you seem to have a problem. But listen to me, somebody. God is about to change the turn of events. God is about to turn it around. God is about to turn their laughter into sorrow. God is about to turn their celebration into a funeral. Why? Because he's about to disappoint the enterprise of the wicked in your life. He's about to change course. He's about to turn direction. He's about to bless you. They thought you had gone under, but they're about to open their eyes and they see a man or a woman that they counted out. My God rising up and sitting on a throne in their generation. If it were not for the prison, they would never be reassured and reaffirmed that surely Peter is called of God. Those who are called of God don't die in the prison. Say, I will not have a funeral in the prison. I'm not in the prison to ha have a funeral. I am in the prison to experience a divine encounter. I am in the prison to experience a divine manifestation. I am in the prison to experience angelic help. Yes, I am in the, in the prison to encounter supernatural beings like angels. You will not die in that prison of poverty. You will not die in the prison of rejection. You will not die in the prison of hatred. You will not die in that financial prison. You will not die in that academic prison. In the name of Jesus, you shall have uh, divine visitations in the prison that will catapult you to the top in Jesus' name.
while the Jews were clapping their hands and they were saying tomorrow execution they were singing tomorrow execution they were rejoicing and clapping and saying tomorrow Peter's head is going off just like the head of James the brother of John went off tell your neighbor my brother's head may have fallen off my own cannot go off John the Baptist's head was gotten in the prison but they can't harvest my head I am a firebrand. I am a brand plucked out of fire. I cannot die in the prison. I have dealt with beasts and I overcame beasts. Now I will overcome prison as well. Because I am a brand that is plucked out of the fire. You know, sometimes when the enemy attacks you, he attacks you with evidence, telling you that even John the Baptist died in prison. Yes, John the, it's good you say John the Baptist. Not Rita Bella Konobua. Not Rita Bella Konobua. That is John the Baptist. Yes, he was great in his capacity, but I'm great in my own capacity as well. He was anointed in his own capacity. But listen, his assignment was over. That is why God permitted it for John the Baptist to die in prison. But my own assignment is not finished. I'm far from finished. I'm far from completion. I must continue this work of God. The prison will not take me down. My work is not yet finished. Somebody tell your neighbor, my work is not yet finished. Yes, your uncle died of HIV because his mission on work on earth had already been probably accomplished. But not me. Not even HIV will take you down. In the name of Jesus. Praise the name of the living God. Yes, Catherine Coleman also died of cancer. Yes and amen. His, his work was accomplished. He had finished doing her work. Her main agenda on earth was accomplished. You know, the devil attacks Christians and says, you think you can conquer me? I conquered Catherine Kuhlman. Yes, you conquered Catherine Kuhlman because God permitted it. Catherine Kuhlman had walked her walk. She had fulfilled her agenda. She had fulfilled her purpose. People had been healed through her. People had been impacted through her. Now my own, tell your neighbor, I'm just beginning. The enemy will not take me out. The enemy will not take me out in the name of Jesus. So that evidence that Catherine Kuhlman also died, me, I'm not dying. Tell your neighbor, me, I am not dying. I'm still here to do the work of him who created me. I am going nowhere. Tell your neighbor, I am going nowhere. And I shall not die in the prime of my days in the name of Jesus. Say, I will not die in the prime of my days. No matter the targets. I was born to accomplish this call of God. This assassination plus some of you, they didn't start yesterday. Some of us, they started when we were still in the, when we were just a clot of blood in our mother's wombs. So you, you started getting attacked yesterday when you gave your life to Christ. I started getting attacked when I was just a clot of blood. That is why I know how to fight. I fight a good fight. Listen, when we say let's do warfare, oh my God, I love that. I like to kick devils around and show them their place and their position in my life. Because I started kicking them when I was just a clot of blood. Ask your neighbor, when did your warfare begin? 
Some of you, it started yesterday when someone bewitched you. Some of you, it started yesterday when they exchanged your virtues. Me, it started when I was just a clot of blood. That is why when we start warfare, I know how to kick it. I know how to step it. I know how to crush it. I'm not easily intimidated. That kind of food I ate when I was just a baby, before I sucked the breast of my mother, I knew how to wage war. Praise the name of the living God. So some of you, the first food you took was the breast of your mother. Me, it was warfare. It was warfare. The devil doesn't want me to come to the earth realm. That God who could fight for a clot of blood, not to miscarry. Listen to me. That God who fought for me when I was just still a clot of blood in my mother's womb is the same God who is going to make me overcome. He is the same God who is going to make me overcome. He is still God enough to take down every principality, every ruler of darkness opposing me. He is God enough to destroy any sickness and disease that is trying to overtake me. I said he is God enough to bring down the giant, the same one who fought for me when I was still in the womb of my mother. He is still God enough to fight for me today. He will fight my financial battles. He will fight my marital battles. He will fight my academic battles. You fight my ministerial battles. You will fight all the battles that pertain to my name and to my call. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Think about some of the things you ever care. Even when David showed up on the scene and he wanted to go for Goliath, they said, who are you? He said, don't you know that this little lad you see fought a lion and a bear and killed it? It may have just, someone may say, oh, only a lion. Okay, maybe whatever you, you killed, but me, I killed a lion. That is my testimony. What is your testimony? You know? Oh, just getting a visa to America, only that. That is my testimony. What is your own? You quote your own. Let me quote my own. I'm telling you, the man waged war for me when I was still a clot of blood in my mother's womb. Some of you, your coming was easy because your assignment was easy, but mine was complicated. Mine was supernatural. Mine was divine. Mine was a dangerous mission. Your mission was possible, but me, I came on earth on a mission called impossible. That is why some things are so hard for some people. But yet so easy for some people. Because your mission is so easy. It's probably to just say, stand there and say, Jesus is Lord. How many of you want to give your lives to Christ? Hallelujah. But some of us, it's beyond that. Tell your neighbor, some of us, it's beyond that. That is included, but it's beyond that. Some of you, you were born just to clean the church. The warfare of a church cleaner and the warfare of an apostle or a pastor is not the same. But nevertheless, both of them experience warfare. Hello? So this man, Peter, this man, Peter, he is anointed but imprisoned. He has the promise of God upon his head, anointed but imprisoned. Joseph is a man anointed of God. He saw powerful visions. My sheep will stand out, but yet he is 
in prison. The Israelites is a chosen nation, a royal priesthood, but yet it is imprisoned. What is the plan of God in all this? So that you may, ex so that you may experience his power. Tell your neighbor that prison is that I may experience his power. When you look at the Israelites, the way they walked out of the land of captivity, the Bible says he brought them out with, the, with what? With their hands, with great judgments. He judged the enemy, the enemy of their calling. God manifested his power when they were coming out. He split an entire Red Sea open and they walked over on dry ground. Hallelujah. And the enemy said, I can also do that. And he tried to do it. But listen, what happened to the army of Pharaoh and Pharaoh himself? The Bible says they drowned. Hello? When you try to compete with grace, that is what happens. You drown. You don't compete with grace. You don't. Just because Pastor Bella can do it doesn't mean you can also do it. Because the Israelites are crossing the Red Sea on dry ground, he could also cross the Red Sea on dry ground. This was God fighting for the Israelites. They were now coming out of captivity. Tell your neighbor, you will not come out the way you went in. The Israelites, they came out of Egypt with their hands full of substance. I know you entered prison with your hands cuffed up. Praise the name of the living God. But tell your neighbor you are coming out with everything that pertains to your calling. The Bible says they came out of Egypt with their hands full of substance. You went to the prison poor, you are about to walk out a rich man. You went to the prison single, you are about to walk out marriage. You went to prison and nobody, you are about to come out making headlines. When they were going to prison, nobody even knew. But when they were coming out, nations saw it. Nations knew. Look at the people upon whose, whose, whose lives the hand of God is mighty. The Bible says the fear of the Israelites and the dread of the Israelites traveled through many nations. They were afraid of them. Why? Because of the way God worked in their lives. So if it was not for the prison, God would not work some things out in your life. You needed the prison experience to encounter power past power, to encounter, to encounter the supernatural, to encounter the divine. Tell your neighbor you need to encounter the divine. Do you know that most people have encountered the divine not because they are in the palace? Everybody, most of the people, 95% of the people who have experienced God, it was in that time when they were in the, in, in, in the prison. They were in trouble, some sort of trouble. All their lives were on the line. And they prayed like never before. They prayed like they were not tomorrow. And in so doing, God stepped in. And they experienced the supernatural. So you need to thank God for afflictions like prisons. Let me tell you something. Peter would never have beheld an angel. It is not written anywhere in scripture that Peter had seen an angel before. So I want you to thank God for the captivity you're going through. You are there to experience the supernatural. You are there to be impacted. You are there to experience a divine visitation, not a death sentence. Praise the name of the living God. So Peter, an angel shows up 
I told you when you're in captivity, even your, your mantle is in captivity. It is ineffective. It is not functioning. That means if you are a prophet and you are in prison, your mantle goes off when you're in the prison. That is why in Acts 12, 8, the Bible says, when the angel shows up, he says something unto Peter. Let's read it together. He said unto him, the angel said to him, guard yourself. What does guard yourself mean? Put yourself together. Hallelujah. Guard yourself. Tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garments and follow me. So some of you who have been in the prison, you left your ministry. You left your mantle in the prison. You came out physically, but you left the mantle there. That is why some people, after going through whatever they go through, they don't want to serve God again. They are so bitter. They are so bitter. They are saying, how could God let this happen to me? Because they came out of prison, but they left the mantle there. Hallelujah. God can bring you out of an emotional prison. Out of an emotional prison. Hallelujah. But if you're not careful, your mantle could stay there. And after that, you don't want to minister. You just walk around. You, you don't want, you're not interested. You have the don't care attitude. Because you came out, but your mantle stayed there. But the angel of the Lord knew the dynamics and the ethics of deliverance. He told Peter, put on your garment. Because he knew Peter minus the garment is useless. But the Peter with the garment is effective and useful to the kingdom of God. That is why he says unto Peter, put on your garment. Have you ever seen people who have gone through so many problems in life and they were ministers and they didn't minister again? God brought them out of the problem but they left the mantle in their affliction. That is why the angel says, put on your garment and follow me. Because Peter, your work is not yet over. Yes, you cannot do the work of God without this mantle. You need it in order to be effective and effective. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says he put on his garment and he did what? And he followed him. Can we read on? So Peter continued to do the work of God. Why? Why did, he, why did Peter continue? Because he came out with his mantle. Has anybody gone through a bad experience in life? And after that, you don't want to sing again. But there are some people, God delivers them out of the same thing, but he delivers them out with their mantles. Tell your neighbor, tonight don't leave your mantle in prison. That is why some people go through certain things and they no longer, if they were church ashes, now they just want to sit down. Because let me tell you something, they came out of the problem, but they left their mantle with that problem. They left their mantle with that problem in that prison of emotional disappointment. They left a garment there. That is why they used to serve. They used to sweep the church. They used to read scriptures. They used to lead prayers. But all that is all gone. They, if, they, if, they are good, if they are kind enough to come to church, they just want to sit down. The only sensitivity 
that they remained with that is that Jesus is Lord and I have to pray on Sunday. May the enemy not rob you in the prison. May you come out with everything that belongs to you and everything that is supposed to make your call effective in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's continue, children of God. Brother Jacob, verse 10. And when they were past the first, when they were past the first and second gate post, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. Praise the name of the living God. There are some places you will not go past if there is no angelic assistance. And when the angel of the Lord sets you on a clean path, he says, now you can handle Peter. He disappears. Why? Because he has put him in a place where now he can handle it. But there are some places you will not transcend and go beyond it unless there is angelic intervention. Tell your neighbor you need angelic intervention. There are some gates that they, that are, they are iron. They lead to a city. Some gates are iron and they lead to an international. And because you have an angel, they open by their own accord. But minus an angel, that iron gate will ask you, who are you, Sharon, and where are you going? Psalm 20. Who is this king of lift up your heads, O you? gets and be lifted up you everlasting doors that the king of glory may come in and the gate responded and said who is the king of glory if gets gets can question a human being but when there's angelic intervention they see the glory of god they see the power of god they see the anointing they don't question angels gets can question human beings but they don't question angels angel led Peter past the gates. Because sometimes people come out of the prison, but their gates are shut. But this angel made sure that he sets Peter on a clean path to victory and to success. He made sure that the gate that leads to the city, to the entire city, whether the city liked Peter or not, they had to hearken unto Peter. Because the gate of the city opened unto Peter. One more scripture reading. Can you continue a little bit? Verse 11. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. Well, and, and the Bible says he delivered me from the hand of Herod and from the expectation of the Jewish people. So when you are anointed, you cannot die in the prison. You are anointed, but you're imprisoned. But a prison will produce great results in your life. You shall not die in the prison. I want everybody to rise up to your feet as we make powerful declarations tonight. We are anointed, but the prison shall work for our good and not to our detriment. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you tonight. I want everybody to thank the camera crew as we embark on prayer. And we want to thank the Lord for everybody 
who has joined us online. Now it's time for Rivers of Life Assembly International to embark on prayer. We want to be free in prayer. So we salute all our listeners and all our viewers online. May the Lord, good Lord bless you and may he bring every anointed out of prison that we shall operate freely in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you tonight. Everybody lift up your voices and let us pray. We want to thank you tonight because we have been anointed with your holy oil. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you that we have gone through some prison experiences. Your people have gone through academic experiences of prison. My God, we thank you for geographical prisons that have contained us to the glory of your name and to the production of that which you have wrote in us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. For thou art God and a majestic and mighty. We glorify you, the great I am. You are a kind and great God. We worship you tonight. Thank you that we have been afflicted. Because through affliction, we have acquired knowledge. We have acquired spiritual gifts. Some of you, it was through affliction that you cried out to God and he released the gift of God upon your life. Now tonight, we lift up prayer once again, O oh God. That my God, that you break the prison open. My God, I thank you for the anointing upon your people. My God, every anointing that is in prison tonight, we call it out by the power in the name of Jesus. We call out every prophetic anointing in prison. We call out mantles that are in prison. We call out academic degrees that are in prison. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Spirit of the living God, we invite you to take full control in the mighty name of Jesus. For where the spirit of the Lord God is, there is liberty in the mighty name of Jesus. We invoke the anointing of the Holy Spirit divine that breaks yokes and curses. My God, every prisoner that has hijacked and captured the call of God, and the ministry of Christ upon my life. Uh, Lord, I pray tonight uh, that you break me out of that prisoner like you broke Peter out of that prisoner. Break us out of those prisons uh, of inferiority complexes uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, bring me out of prison, oh God. Uh, bring rivers of life assembly out of the prison of obscurity. In the mighty name of Jesus, everybody cry to God. Uh, some of you are in the prisons of rejection. Uh, some of you are in prisons in the underworld. Uh, you you are a moving dead. But tonight by prayer, by the supernatural force of prayer, I command every prison gate and door to break open. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My God, send divine intervention. Send angelic help. Send angelic assistance in the heavens. Men send angelic assistance in every prisoner. My God, in every cage where the children of God are being held. My God, send your angel to shine your light in every prisoner. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. For when the angel shone, the light shone in the prisoner. May the light of God shine in every prison in which you have been captured, constricted, and restricted. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Melegebo Shataya. 
may the light of God shine in that ancestral prisoner may the light of God shine in that witchcraft prisoner may the light of God shine in that occultic prisoner in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus let the light of God shine in that prisoner that you'll be able to walk out that you'll be able to break out in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus let the light of God shine in that prisoner let the light of God shine in that prisoner let the light of God Almighty shine in that prisoner Mondo go bokotaya kanduga busataya manto go bokotaya yando go bosataya kandaga bakataya kandaga baswakaya mondo go baswakaya mombro go baswakaya manto go bokotaya kandogo bokotaya yende go bokotaya my god send angels in the prison cages where your people are being held my father my god send angels in ancestral prisons in witchcraft prisons in occult occultic prisons in marine prisons in the prisons under the water in the prisons in the underworld where some people's souls have been caged yet they have been anointed and appointed by God in the mighty name of Jesus my God my father send an angel send an angel to deliver us out of prison send an angel to deliver us out of captivity send an angel oh Lord God I petition you to send an angel Mondogomosataya oh God of Peter the God who did not allow Peter to be put to shame don't allow us to be put to shame don't allow us to be dismayed and disgraced in the mighty name of Jesus send angelic intervention oh God send angelic assistance in that prison send angelic intervention and assistance in that financial prison in my God, manifest your mighty hand in that prison. My God, manifest your mighty hand and take us out of captivity and take us out of constrictions and take us out of demonic restrictions. Take us out of demonic embargoes in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In my God arise break us out of captivity break us out of captivity lead us out of captivity you let the entire nation of Israel out of captivity lead us out of captivity tonight by the power in the name of Jesus lead us out of captivity everybody ask God to lead you out of captivity in he led the entire Israelites, the entire nation of the Israelites out of captivity. Lead us out of financial captivities. Lead us out of immigration captivities. Lead us out of occultic captivities where we, wherein we have been tied down and tied up. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lead us out of those ancestral captivities. Lead us out of those witchcraft captivities, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Mandara Makataya. 
Mandoro Bashataya, Kondoro Boshataya, Kondoro Boshataya, Yandoro Bokotaya, Yandoro Boshataya. My God, bring us out. Everybody lift up prayer and say, Bring me out, O God. Bring me out of the prison of singlehood, of the prison of frustration, of the prison of disappointment. Bring me out of that prison that has held me bound in the mighty name of Jesus. Bring me out of the prison of sickness and disease in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody pray your way out of that prisoner. My God, bring us out by your power, by your mighty and outstretched hand, oh God. Bring us out of that captivity. Bring us out of that captivity. Bring us out of that prisoner. In the mighty name of Jesus, bring me out. Bring me out with my hands full of substance. Bring us out, oh God. Bring us out of the prisons of losses. Somebody's coming out of the prisons of making losses. You have been making losses all the time in your life. But tonight by prayer, you are coming out of that prison of losses. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we shall not experience any more loss. Tonight by prayer, we come out of the prison of losses. Magada Kupiataya, Shandada Kapiataya, Olegosta, Shabababa Sunday, Shabababa Sanda. Don't leave us out. Don't leave us in the prison of God. Bring us out by your fire. Bring us out by your power. In the name of Jesus. Don't leave me in that prison. Don't leave us in those sexual prisons. My God, don't leave us in the prisons of sexual sin. In the name of Jesus. Don't leave us, oh God, in those prisons of sexual sin. My God, bring us out of those prisons of sexual sin in the mighty name of Jesus bring that one out of the prison of masturbation, of the prison of fornication, of the prison of adultery, of the prison my God my God, bring us out of those prisons of bottles in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody's soul is in a bottle, but I call your soul out of that prison of a bottle in the mighty name of Jesus. Ikadaya Sando, Ikadaya Sando, Rikotaya Sando, Rikatoya Sanda, Reketeya Sanda. I bring your life out of that prisoner. I bring your name out of prisoner. I bring your destiny out of prisoner in the name of Jesus I bring your money out of your out, out of prisoner I bring your success out of prisoner I bring your greatness out of prisoner in the name of Jesus somebody call your mantle your zikato your zondo I call your mantle out of prisoner I call your garment out of prisoner in the name of Jesus somebody call your mantle somebody call your mantle call your mantle 
out of prisoner in the name of Jesus. I call your mantle out of prisoner. I call those prophetic mantles that are in prisoner out of prisoner in the name of Jesus. I call your garment of glory out of prisoner. I call your garment out of prisoner. I call your garment of praise out of prisoner in the name of Jesus. I call your name out of prisoner. I call your success out of prisoner. I call your star out of prisoner in the mighty name of Jesus. I want somebody to pray. My God, bring us out of captivity. Bring us out of prison by your fire and by your power. Bring us out of prison. Bring us out of prison. Mokoto Yozondo. Bokoto Yozondo. Somebody, you're coming out. Your spinal cord is coming out of prison. Your intestines are coming out of prison. In the name of Jesus, I call all my body organs out of prison. I call those intestines out of prison. I call your body internal organs out of the prisons of the enemy. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I call your glory out of prison. My glory that was imprisoned be released by the power. In the name of Jesus, Medodo Bozende, Brodo Bazende, Broduka Bazende, Brosoko Bazende, Brosoko Bazende, Brosoko Yazende, Brosoko Yazende. I call my glory out of prisoner. I call my star out of prisoner. In the mighty name of Jesus, I call my greatness out of prisoner. I call the prophetic word over my life out of prisoner. In the mighty name of Jesus, the prophetic word upon my life that was imprisoned, let it be released by the power in the name of Jesus by the authority in the word of God let the prophetic word upon my life be released by the blood of Jesus let it be released let it be released call that promise of God upon your life out of prison every prophecy that was hijacked and imprisoned let it be released by the power in the name of Jesus by the authority of the Holy Spirit we call our stars we call our monies we call our helpers out of prison tonight in the name of Jesus we break the power of imprisonment over our souls over our spirits, over our bodies, over our minds in the name of Jesus I break every power of imprisonment upon the soles of my feet in the name of Jesus let every power of imprisonment over your glory, over your name, over your destiny over the works of your hands let the power of imprisonment be broken now, be broken now in the name of Jesus, let the power of imprisonment be broken, be shattered, be destroyed, be dismantled, be consumed by the fire of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, I call your wisdom out of prison. I call your brain, I call your mind out of prison. In the name of Jesus, Mozogo Bokataya, Kazuga Bakataya, Kazaga Bakataya, Kazege Bakasaya, Mandaga Baswakaya, Mondogo Bokataya. Holy Ghost fire, so bodo go sataya, so bodo go motaya, bro bodo go mitaya, ma bada gamataya, 
Somebody break out. Somebody break out of captivity tonight. Break out of captivity. Break out of that captivity. Break out of that witchcraft captivity. Break out of that captivity of evil words. Break out of the captivity of evil tongues. Break out of the captivity of evil words. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Break out of the strife of tongues. In the mighty name of Jesus. We break out of the strife of tongues. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We break out. We break out by the power of the Holy Spirit. Say, I break out. I break out of captivity tonight. By the power of prayer, we break out of obscurity. In the name of Jesus. As a church, by the power of prayer, we break out of obscurity. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bring out of the prisons of obscurity. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. My God, arise. My God, arise. God of Peter, arise. God of the Bible, arise. Bring us out of captivity. Bring out of captivity. Bring us out of those prisons of spirit husbands and wives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, bring us out of captivity, O God. Bring us out of those captivities of succubus and incubus spirits. In the name of the Lord Jesus, arise and deliver your inheritance from the powers of the prisoner, from every imprisonment of the underworld, of the marine kingdom. In the name of Jesus, my God, bring out, bring your people out of the captivity of the water kingdom, out of the captivity of the underworld. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my God, break every demonic dedication, every evil initiation that has held back your inheritance and your people. In the mighty name of Jesus, Somebody pray. You are coming out. You are coming out. I see. I see those iron suitcases that we used to take to school in Africa. I see they are open. We call our wealth out of captivity. We call our greatness. We call our mandos out of captivity. Whatever was hidden in that iron suitcase, we call it out by fire. In the name of the Lord Jesus, there is an iron suitcase that has been broken open. Whatever belongs to us that is in that iron suitcase, I call it out tonight. In the name of Jesus, I call it out tonight. I call out my wisdom. I call out my mantle. I call out my greatness. I call out my star. In the mighty name of Jesus, whatever belongs to me that was imprisoned by the underworld, by the marine kingdom, let it be released. Let it be released. In the name of Jesus, let it be released. Let it be released by the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray. 
I call my mantle, I call my greatness, I call my, my prophecies out of prison tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Mologo Bokotaya, Kanduga Buswakaya, Mondogo Bomakaya, Mantagabumakaya, Mendego Bomakaya, my God, release angels to Ashamipa city gates, release angels to Ashamipa the hard places. In the mighty name of Jesus, let angels be released, let angels, my God, be released. And we and we hey as of salvation. My God, the Bible says these are ministering spirits that minister to the heirs of salvation in the mighty name of Jesus. My God release angels. My God release angels. Inologo sataya, kandula gukataya, mandele gokataya, chelele gokasaya, mantele gumataya, mondologo biataya, somono gobiataya, honologo biakaya, olegoste kova, ikolobia sataya, zigala biakataya, mandala gabiataya. I call my prayer manto out of prisoner in the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus, I call my prayer mando out in the mighty name of Jesus. I call my virtues out in the name of Jesus. I call my virtues out of prison. I call my name out of prison. I call my glory out of prison. I call my identity out of prison in the name of Jesus. I call my identity out of the prisons of rejection and hatred. Somebody call your identity out. Call your name out of those prisons of hatred and rejection in the mighty name of Jesus. I refuse to be rejected. I refuse to be hated. I call my identity. I call my face out of demonic prisons in the underworld, in the marine kingdom. In the name of Jesus. I call my wealth. I call my greatness. I call my increase. I call my great success out of prison. In the name of Jesus, we call our ministry. We call Rivers of Life Assembly International out of prison right now. By the power in the name of Jesus, we call you out and let angels of the living God usher you out. For we are the heirs of salvation. Lord, release angels that excel in strength to minister unto us. Release angels of God that excel in strength. Release angels of God, angels of deliverance, angels of salvation, angels of healing. My God, release them in the name of Jesus. Everybody pray. Roshido Bogotaya, Roshede Bogotaya, Roshede Bogotaya, Roshede Bogotaya, Roshede Bagwataya, Roshida Bagwataya, Roshede Guacataya, Roshido Gokataya, Roshede Yeketaya, Roshida Yakataya, Roshede Leketaya, Roshida Likataya. Say, I receive my showers of blessings this morning by the power and the name of Jesus. Every blessing that God has showered upon us today, Lord. I receive it. I bank it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we receive our showers, showers of blessings, 
showers of the power of God, showers of the anointing, showers of the Holy Spirit. Let them come upon me. Let them overshadow me. I release those showers of diamonds, the showers of wealth over your lives right now, the showers of money that I saw in this place. I release those showers over your life right now. My God, shower us with your blessing tonight. Shower us with your glory. Shower us with your power to do your work, oh God. My God, shower us with divine revelations in the mighty name of Jesus. Shower us, O King of glory. Shower us, ancient of days. Everybody pray for showers of blessings. Blessings in our lives. Let there be showers of prosperity, showers of great grace, showers of great grace, showers of great grace. Let them be released. Let there be showers of grace. Release showers, oh God, of your power, of your glory, of your anointing upon us. Release showers of grace. Release showers of favor. Lord, release your showers. Release the Holy Ghost showers upon our lives. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody pray. Mosholo Mosakaya. Shemorokoposaya. Release Holy Ghost showers, O God. Release showers, O God. Everybody just come and lift up your hands. Everybody just come and lift up your hands to the front. I saw something I've never seen. I see a hand releasing this one. showers come upon me. Lord, those showers that I saw, that release, that which you dropped into this room tonight, let it come upon them right now in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon them right now in the name of Jesus. Let it come upon them right now in the name of Jesus. That which you released in the church this evening as we worshiped, Lord, release it upon them, I pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, release it upon them. Release it upon them, O oh God, in power. Release it upon them in authority. Release those showers of diamonds. Release those showers of wealth. Showers of prosperity. Showers of greatness are coming down. Shelele hands wakaya. Mogodo honzitaya brugada hingataya magada hangutaya. Magada hangataya magada hangataya magada hangutaya. Brogodo hangwataya magada hangutaya. My God, I pray that you release those supernatural showers. Yelele losetaya, the showers of your spirit. My God, I pray you release those showers. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive the showers of the blessing of God. Receive the showers of the blessing of God, Justin. Take those showers of the blessing of God upon your life. Take the showers of blessings. Everybody in the mighty name of Jesus. Everybody in the mighty name of Jesus. 
My God, let there be a release. A release of your blessing. A release of your blessing. Let the blessing of God that is coming upon you override every curse that was speaking in your life, that was opposing your life and your ministry. Let the blessing of God come so strong upon you that it will override curses. My God, release it. Release showers of blessings. Release those showers of money. Release those showers of divine connections. My God, release those showers of open doors. My God, signature them with favor and grace tonight. In the name of Jesus, may God signature you now with grace and favor. May God put a signature of grace upon you that you shall not struggle again, that you shall not fail, that you shall not lack, that you shall not want. In the name of Jesus, Ilala Poshata, Ilala Poshata, Zondolo Poshata. I see some people, God is giving you Poshkas, very Poshkas. Receive your own. In the name of Jesus, receive that Poshka, very luxurious cars. I see them released. In the name of Jesus, Yepoko Kasende. My God, I release the blessings of your people. I release the blessings of your people. Let them come upon them. Let them overtake them. Let them overshadow them. I pray for a special blessing. Tonight you risk the Lord to be here. Now that you risk to be in the kingdom place. May God release a blessing. I said may God release a blessing because of your sacrifice. May God tonight release a blessing that you shall have no room enough to contain it. May God release a blessing. May God release a blessing. A mighty blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The blessing of the God of Abraham. Yes, the blessing that was Abraham our father. The blessing that was upon Abraham, the father of faith, is coming upon somebody. It is so heavy. It is a, a blessing of great wealth and great success. The mantle of wealth. I release it right now by the power in Jesus' name. Let that mantle of wealth fall in the name of Jesus. Let the mantle of wealth fall. The mantle of great wealth. It's falling right now. The heavens are open. The mantle of great wealth is falling. The mantle of great wealth is falling. I release it now. They are coming. The mantle of wealth. The mantle of wealth. The mantle of greatness. Italala Sunday. Rukala Pasunde. Rukala Pasunde. Ricola Pasende. Rocolo. Rocolo Posondo. Ricoto Bosondo. Rocoto Bosondo. There is a wind of elevation. Lemopoposhinde. Lemopoposhinde. Elevation. There is a lifting, children of God. There is a lifting in our midst. The Spirit of God is lifting people. Promotion cometh neither from the east or the west. But it's God who put us up, put down one, and put us up another. May God put you up and put your enemies down. In the name of Jesus, tonight I pray for divine promotion to come upon you. I pray for divine promotion, supernatural promotion to come upon your lives. To come upon your lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm praying 
praying for divine promotion. Thou north wind of heaven arise. Blow upon these people now. In the name of Jesus. Let the north winds of heaven blow. Let the north winds of heaven blow. And release rain upon you. The north winds of heaven are blowing. The north winds of heaven are blowing right now. I see a north wind. That wind is going to blow you to a new dimension. That wind is blowing you to a new level. The north wind of heaven is here. You are going to a new level. You are going to a new level. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. Be ushered into a new dimension. Be ushered into a new realm. You're being ushered into a new portal. Somebody's being ushered, my God, into a new portal that shall land you before the throne of the Almighty God. And you're not going to understand yourself. Let the wind of heaven blow. Let the supernatural winds of the spirit blow. My God, let that wind blow. Oh God, thank you for progress. Let the wind blow them forward and not backward. Let the winds of the spirit blow them forward and not backward. Yes, many of you are progressing. You will not fall back this time. There is supernatural, divine progress. You will not fall back. You will not fall back. In the name of Jesus, I said you will not fall back. Somebody is being carried upon the wings of the Holy Spirit. Lift up those hands. The Spirit of God, like He carried Ezekiel, is carrying into you into new, jo- new zones and into new dimensions. May the Spirit of the Lord God carry you into new realms, carry you into new dimensions. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we give you thanks and praise. We give you thanks and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to soak in that anointing. Lift up those hands and worship. He's doing mighty things. He's doing mighty things. Lift your hands up. Some of you who needed help, help us come. God has given you the help. God is saying, I've given you help. Those of you who need the help, God is giving you help. Divine assistance has come. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Even that one that is being manipulated by a stool, receive your deliverance now. By the power in the blood of Jesus, receive your deliverance. That one being manipulated by a stool, receive your deliverance now. In the mighty name of Jesus. That one being manipulated by a stool, Receive deliverance. By the power in the name of Jesus, receive a deliverance. Receive your deliverance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Obstacles are being taken out of the way. People leave those hands. Obstacles are going out of the way. Hindrances are being destroyed. Yes, whatever stood in your way is standing aside. By the power in Jesus' name, I command it to stand aside. In the name of Jesus, stand aside. Stand aside. 
foundational powers that have fought you tonight, you overcome them. You are coming out of a deep hole, two holes. You are coming out of them tonight. And from tonight, you will rise and rise and never fall. The spirit of greatness is come upon you, my sister. It has located you. It is resting upon you. It is sitting upon you. You shall sit with kings. You shall sit with kings. You shall eat with kings. One day you will dine with the king. Nelele kosataya, mandele kobotaya, rodonyo kobosaya, mandanu kabataya. There is a spirit of greatness.
mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. My God. Oh 
When my strength is failing, the end draws near, and my time has come. Still, my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then forever more, forevermore. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul. Worship your holy name. Come on, bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like never before. Oh my soul. I worship your Worship your holy name, Lord. I worship your holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul. Worship your holy name, Jesus. I will worship your holy name. Worship your holy is daunting and every step exhausting I'm not alone I'm not alone no no I feel you draw me
carry me to the
of all your pride It moves away the mad inside It's always anger's own worst enemy Even when the jury and the judge Say you got a right to hold a grudge It's the whisper in your ear Saying set it free Forgiveness of grace the prisoner that it really freezes you forgiveness
feel small Just a little bit of faith can change it all 